You know, it just hit me that Tulsa basketball goes in the air in about two minutes. I haven't seen Preston, and like I'm petrified that someone is actually oh, no. over there doing something right now. I, trust me, I would have gotten a call by now, surely, from Bruce. I would have got a call at like 3.30 from Bruce if someone, if he hadn't heard from someone. So, uh, yeah, I'm a, I'm a tad bit concerned and worried right now, but hey, I, maybe everything will be okay. Everything will be okay for the broadcast uh, over on uh, Big Country 99.5. Uh, we are coming to you live from Tulsa Oilers Hockey Studios here on the Blitz 1170. Uh, reminder that, uh, speaking of the Oilers, coming up on Friday, the 2nd of February, it's the American Heart Association. The first 1,000 fans get a free red rally towel. Uh, and on Saturday, the first 1,000 fans get a free Tulsa Oilers beanie. And Sunday's another family fun day with a family skate day brought to you by the Blitz 1170 where you can go down and skate with the players after the game, after they wrap up against the Utah Grizzlies. And on Sunday, the first 500 kids get a mini hockey stick on Spider-Man Day there at the BOK Center and your Tulsa Oilers. All right, we've got the Jalen Hurts and Flush It poll coming up here in just a few moments. Uh, and a few other items that are kind of leftovers that we have from things we didn't get to today here on the program. I'm, uh, you know, in trying to get ready for the flush it poll, I'll be honest, there were a few things I think that are irritants that have been happening lately, but I think we're probably all going to be in the same realm of things that are that are bothering us. It's, I just, I foresee a, a lot of us going, yep, yep, I completely agree with that, or damn it, I had that on my list of things that we can get to uh, here coming up in the uh, next segment or so. Uh, before we do the flush it poll, though, a um, a little look ahead to next week and what could be potentially coming our way via Radio Row. Uh, I'm working right now with a company since, you know, we can't be there in person that uh, we might have a few Radio Row people funneled to us via the phone or over an Internet connection. I'm not going to spoil anything, but fingers are crossed that we could be upping our game when it comes to Radio Row appearances. And not just any Radio Row appearances, but uh, potential Hall of Famers here on the program next week. So... Trying to do everything that we can to provide the uh, best coverage. And not just because the Niners are in it either. I've been hoping to do this for the last couple of years. It's not like, oh, the Niners are in it, so you guys are really going to take the Radio Row guest seriously. Maybe, but trust me, I've been trying to do this for a while. All right, let's hit it up. It is time for one of my favorite segments that we do each and every single week. It is time for the Jalen Hurts Flush and Pole here on the Blitz 1170. You take you a deuce, you don't you don't sit there and look at it. You flush it and move on. You don't flush it and move on. Don't nobody go in the bathroom for about 35, 45 minutes. Somebody open the window. Ah yes, that time where we pick things that annoy us that we would like to see go away completely in the sports world. Do either of you individuals want to go first? Yeah, I'll I'll hit one right out of the gate. Okay. Complaining about Taylor Swift at football games. Once again, it's been happening all year, but it feels like we've kind of reached this point where 
that group of people is growing and getting louder as I guess the stakes become bigger and bigger and bigger. And, and now we have the chiefs in the super bowl and all this commentary on, Oh, Taylor Swift. I can't stand to see her on the camera. Have you ever watched a sporting event in your entire life? Guess what? Celebrities at sporting events has been happening for as long as I've been watching sports. And if there is a celebrity at said sporting event, guess what happens? Camera at some point pans over to them and shows them. Maybe it's pregame. Maybe it's during the game. Maybe it's high-fiving over a touchdown or something. Maybe it's greeting another celebrity, right? Oh, look, it's two celebrities running into each other, and now they have to shake hands. This has been happening forever. Get over yourself with Taylor Swift. It's so bad. It's so bad out there that I found myself agreeing with a Colin Cowherd take for crying out loud. The one that was going viral in Swifties finding out and learning about Colin Cowherd and now praising and showering him with love. I'm like, this is how bad that it is. It's like, I agree with Colin Cowherd and I just can't be having that anymore whatsoever. So I am in agreement with you. Um, here's mine. We always do this, and it drives me insane. When we have a group or maybe even a single player that achieves something that puts them on a level that we either didn't expect or that continues to raise the bar each and every single time that we're out there. But in the last two weeks... I have heard nothing but the arguments back and forth about has Patrick Mahomes turned into the GOAT? The debate that is already being had, who's better, Tom Brady or Patrick Mahomes? Are the Chiefs, to take it even further, are the Chiefs entering into the Patriots realm? And on and on and on and on. And it continues this vicious cycle throughout the media that makes me absolutely want to turn away from everything. I can't stand the comparisons, and it's not because I'm not a big Chiefs fan or that I'm not a fan of Patrick Mahomes. It's we got a long way to go. Tom Brady played until he was in his 40s. Can we please just take a moment to stop and witness what we're watching as a new form, their own version of greatness, you don't always have to compare individuals to other athletes, especially in something that just wrapped up that all of us agreed at one point in time that we might not ever see again, a guy playing at that high level into his 40s. You know when we can start to do this? We can start to do this when Patrick Mahomes is still playing at a current level at an age that Tom Brady was. Um, And I get, like, early stages and stats, Mahomes has a lot of edges in Tom Brady. But, my God, why do we continue to drive ourselves crazy with suddenly the rush to judgment over a player's career that's not even close to being done yet? And I stress, not even remotely close to being done yet at all. So flush the comparisons already with Brady and Mahomes and are the Chiefs the new version of the Patriots. I can't stand it.
Uh, real quickly before I get to mine, a little bit of breaking news. Uh, ESPN is reporting that uh, Boston College head coach Jeff Halfley will be the new defensive coordinator job or new defensive coordinator for the Green Bay Packers. I mention that because that means there's another team that's going to have a 30-day transfer portal window open, a Power 5 school. You know what I just flushed? Can I flush something else on top of that with just that? Go for it. The man, I tell you what, college football shambles, NIL ruining the game. See another head coach wants to run off to the league. NIL's ruining everything. They're ruining it. I mean, coaches don't want to coach in college anymore. That's why Nick Saban quit. Nick Saban quit because he didn't want to deal with it anymore. No, Nick Saban's 72. That's one of the main reasons why he quit. So flush that too, because you know that's going to go everywhere in the next five to six hours. So is my voice. <laughs> <laughs> I had that same problem earlier. Uh, so my flush it may be uh, maybe a little bit of positive thinking, but I'm ready. You're to f- flushing positive thinking. No, no, no. What I want to flush may be positive thinking, hopeful thinking, wishful thinking, and that's the NCAA. I really think that these lawsuits that you're seeing now from states. I really think, and maybe this, and this is just my personal opinion, and like I said, maybe it's wishful thinking, but I think you're beginning to see the unraveling, the beginning of the end of the NCAA. This is my thinking. I think once, because these states are arguing now that you are, you're trying to limit limit commerce, you're trying to limit what an athlete can do, and you know, uh, I forget who they hired. The attorney's name, the, his name escapes Tom me. Mars. Yes who has a almost impeccable record against the NCAA in court. So, um, like I said, maybe this is wishful thinking, but I really think that these lawsuits are the beginning of the end of the NCAA. I don't even think they're the beginning. I think the beginning already happened. I think these are just more daggers inside that maybe just speed it up. But, yeah, I think you're spot on. All right, uh, analytics has been a popular topic of conversation this week, especially with Dan Campbell and his moves in the NFC Championship game. You might think I'm about to flush analytics, but I'm not. Because <laughs> I don't think just saying that, that the numbers themselves need to go and we don't need to pay attention to them, it's the lack of comprehension as to what these numbers mean and represent and how to apply them, Right. They can give you an advantage if potentially it fits into all of your filters, right? Of all the things that you are and what you're facing, numbers can help you in some ways. And and there have been situations in baseball where we've seen that be the case, right? There's also situations where the numbers may represent everyone else in your group except for you because you're the outlier. And in that case, you shouldn't use them at all. So to me... It's not analytics themselves. It's the misuse or lack of understanding as to what they are and how to apply them that needs to be flushed. I got one other thing that I want to flush. I know that the general idea behind this was to limit the amount of times that we see Athletes go on uh, these stretches of games, especially televised games with big matchups. For instance, maybe a 
Jokic versus Joel Embiid matchup that's been highlighted and promoted on television and fans show up and get incredibly disappointed when guys like Joel Embiid decide not to play. I understand the concept and the idea of it. Yes, something should be done. But you mean to tell me that the 65-game rule that exists for NBA players that just because Joel Embiid may play 64 games and not 65, that what we witnessed in his dominance in the league and performance isn't enough, like 65 games isn't enough to determine like who has the ability to win the league MVP, that to me is in the same boat as saying, oh, hey, Michigan Fab Five, we're going to ask you to take down your Final Four banner. That never happened. No, I witnessed it with my own eyes, and that team went to the freaking Final Four. You can't take any of that away. Just like you can't say that Joel Embiid does not play at an MVP-level candidate and, and isn't allowed to win the MVP because he doesn't play a certain number of games. It's, it's absurd, and I think they could have found a different way to help load management in the league other than this because you know what this also creates? Every day you flip on it like, Joel Embiid has this many games left that he can play. Is he going to do it? Is he going to try to play the rest of the way through? It just creates a, a talking point for everyone that just becomes nonsensical to me. So flush the 65-game rule. Jeez. <laughs> I guess you just uh, you just want all these guys to sit out every other night. Not every night, but you see what I mean? Like, okay, so what I've watched, that, that none of that counts? None of that counts. Okay. All right. Sure. Sure thing. Scott, you Listen, got any more? I'm all for, I'm all for even just giving anybody pause over the course of an NBA season to potentially say, do I really want to sit this guy? Should I save some of these games for maybe he really does get hurt and he doesn't necessarily have to sit out right now? Like the NBA is going to play 82 games. You know, you're selling a product. That's as dumb to me as someone not being able to get uh, an uh, extra money in their contract because they wasn't they weren't voted All Pro. <laughs> the other thing the NBA does is just drives me yeah, nuts. I mean, it's stupid, but yeah, I think it's part of a bigger problem, though. Really, okay. like the bigger issue. Oh, is- I agree. I agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah, this is a what- this is a band aid on a wound that I just don't. Yes, agree with. yeah, that's my point. Yeah. yeah. Scott, you got one more? I I got one more quick one. Um, We've known about this. We saw it with the release of the SEC schedule, but then with the release of the Big 12 schedule, it just seemed weird, and it just did not seem right not seeing Bedlam on there. It just (laughs) didn't. It's just as an Oklahoma kid. It does not compute. it It hurts my soul. So we'll officially, now that both OU and OSU schedules are now out, Officially flush bed load. But you get the week off, right? Because they made sure that <laughs> Oklahoma State didn't play when OU Texas week is on. <laughs> and I, have, I have two quick ones, actually. Okay. Yeah. Uh, can we just go ahead and flush Eric Bieniemy ever becoming a head coach in the National Football League? I mean, he's been talked about as a head coach candidate for how many years now? 
then he leaves Kansas City to take an offensive coordinator job at another place where now there's a vacancy and seemingly no one wants the job, right? Other OCs around the league are saying, no, I will stay an OC where I am rather than take your head coaching job. And there's Eric Bieniemy there for the taking and seemingly Washington doesn't still want to hand it to him when nobody wants to take their head coaching position. So it just seems like it's never going to happen for some people. I think we're flushing Eric Bieniemy ever being a head coach. I hope I'm wrong, but that's kind of the feel. Remember all those uh, stories that came out about hey, there's something behind the scenes with this that just doesn't yeah. doesn't feel that's right. right. That's right. That, it has to be at this stage. It has to be. No doubt. All right, and the final flush it. As we talked about the Wonder Years and maybe the mismatch <laughs> that was Winnie Cooper and uh, Fred Savage. Danica, I'm kicking your coverage. Danica McKellar. Her real Danica name. McKellar, there you go. Might I throw out a worst mismatch? Go on. How about Ben Savage and, and Topanga? Topanga. <laughs> yes. Flush Ben Savage and Topanga. Way so much head. more unrealistic than than Fred and Danica. Uh, you like Danica is really smart. <laughs> she's got like a whole bunch of like published papers. She's got a degree in mathematics. So she's written a bunch of mathematics books. She yes, as a matter of fact, she has, uh, including one that's called "Girls Get Curves, Geometry Takes Shape, <laughs> Hot X, Algebra Exposed" is one of her books. Kiss my math. Showing pre-algebra, who's the boss? Uh, do not open this math book. Bath time, math time, the times machine, double puppy trouble, and good night numbers. Um, and then there's something in here. Sorry, as my oh. ring camera goes off. Uh, and then there's something in here in her Wikipedia page that is for someone that's far smarter than I am. By the way, did you know that she's a judge on Fox's Domino Masters? That's, that's a thing. I, I, I didn't even know that was a thing, much less I've that she was a heard of that. judge. Yeah, I had no idea what that was. Uh, this says here that she is currently assigned to the uh, Eerdos number, which describes the collective distance between mathematician Paul Eerdos and another person as measured by mathematical papers. So as you can tell, something that's way above my head and way smarter than I am. But yeah, evidently she is super, super smart uh, and has her degree from UCLA. All right. Uh, and 49 years of age now is Danica McKellar. All right. Well, uh, Topanga went to Cal State Fullerton. So Did she? Yes. Hmm. You know what? Give me Danica. And a greater than than Topanga. I don't know why. I don't know why. All right, we'll take a timeout. We'll come back. Colby will wrap this up next here on the Blitz 1170 and streaming live on the Blitz 1170 app.